Hey there, Fellowship family. Welcome to your one-stop shop for all things church life. I'm Mark Francis, once again, your host for today. This is the final episode of our Overflow podcast series. And I'm excited to hear from another couple here in the church. And just a quick recap of where we've been. If you've listened to any of the episodes over the last couple of months, you'll realize that we have been focusing on the word overflow and how that is meant to display God's love to others around us. Because God has poured out his love to us first and foremost. And so how can we then turn show that to others? And it starts in the home. We had had a couple of episodes where we interviewed people for family life scenarios. We then also moved on into the local church where we got a chance to hear how people have been um, showing one another's here amongst ourselves at FBC. We're able to also hear from some of our global church partners. It's been exciting to hear from them as they were here in person for our global church week. And now lately, the last couple of episodes, we're looking outward, which is falls right in line with our sermon series of how we're wrapping up leading into Thanksgiving. By the way, happy Thanksgiving, everyone. That is a long introduction, but I have people with me that I want to introduce, and it's exciting. I'm going to look over here to my left. You're all watching at home right. We have Mark and Leanne Lynch. How are you guys? <laughs> We're great. Laughing. You love being here, don't you? <laughs> I do. This is amazing. I do. I do, especially with you and with John Avery. We have John yeah. Avery, so, yes, pastor of Family Life over here, and um, thanks for being back with us, John. Yeah, thank you. And I have enjoyed, if I can just say, that far away. Uh, the podcasts. Um, Good. Uh, from this focus. I've been yeah. meaning to talk to you about that, and yeah. so I'll put you on the oh, on the fly here. I mean, <laughs> what what have you what have you gleaned here if you're listening <laughs> yeah, to these all these podcasts? Well, number one, I don't want to you know embarrass you, but I, I just want to say that you you do a great job. Oh uh, yes. You ask good questions and you keep it flowing. Good. Overflowing. Overflow. Whatever you want to say. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I have just appreciated um, being able to hear different people come in and share what God's doing and how yeah. they've been encouraged or what they have been applying in their own life. And that is the benefit of having this platform where we can just talk freely, openly. Nobody's editing anything. We could just get a chance to talk off the cuff of what is going on in people's lives here at the church. And it's called the Fellowship Family Podcast for a reason, mm -hmm. you know, so yeah. we can actually get a chance to know people who go to the church. So, yeah. Lynches, we get a chance to know you today. Great. Um, just ballpark. Just give us, I don't know why I say ballpark, but just give, give us a summary of, of who you guys are. Maybe even how long you've been together. Tell us about your family. <laughs> okay. Give us a little bit of background of who the Lynches well, are. You, well, Leanne, just interrupt me if I'm uh, if I'm wrong. 28 years we've been married. Yeah. We have four kids. One, the oldest is 23. The youngest is 14. Three girls and a boy. Mm. We've been coming, I think, to fellowship probably maybe 11, 12 years, something like that. And um, yeah, so I'm involved in different stuff at the church. I've you know, yeah. been working with this guy at youth group before he got promoted. Um, promoted. Promoted. Yeah. Promoted. Yeah. Promoted. Promoted. Level. Yeah. 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 No, I think it's a demo. It's, yeah. a, it's, it's a promotion <laughs> because, you know, yeah. dealing with the youth, that is like, yeah. that is special. So, that is special. Yeah. Thank you for that doing is that. true. Yeah. You know, working with the youth. So I haven't, I haven't, you know, been in the youth, but we've been different areas. We've been involved in the church. Neat. Neat. And so did I miss anything? Yeah. Been in Winchester the same. We got married and moved to Winchester, you know, the next week. Just about. Just really? From Williamsburg, I think. <laughs> yeah. You're from Williamsburg. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So Williamsburg, she uh, went to school at Williamsburg and 
So we got married one day and then moved the next. Well, Willing one to marry. Day, not the next, but we yes. got married. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe a honeymoon in between. We, we did. did a honeymoon oh, did. in between and then it was truly two weeks later. Good. Okay. We moved here. Yeah. Neat. It was crazy. Neat. So just tell us about what you do for living, how you guys put food on the table. What do you do, Mark? <laughs> <laughs> well, the, we have, the four kids, Lance, homeschooled them all. So, yeah. um, so that's a full-time job yep. in yes. doing that. And I work as a mortgage lender in town and been doing that for since... You know, I was a wee baby. Wee so, baby. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So you came out of the right. womb talking about did, numbers yeah. and exactly. finances exactly. and getting exactly. loans for people. Exactly. <laughs> it is pretty impressive. Yeah. My mom Over was impressed. Yeah. 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 Well, I, I'm I'm excited to hear about you guys and what you do because as we've as I introduced this segment in this episode, we're talking about getting outside of our walls, and so. To me, be, before we even hear how you guys share God's love outside of the walls, I think it's first and foremost important to hear your story, to hear, mm -hmm. you know, what what has God shown you over the years? First and foremost, how did you come to find Christ? Because that that's part of your story and that's part sure. of then leading into, okay, how do I share that with others? So I'll look at, each of you guys have a story, so mm -hmm. I'll let one of you go Guys, go first. Mark, you're looking at me, so okay, all right, I'll, right, I'll so let you go yeah, first. No, yeah, so yeah just share how you... We're going to make sure we don't yeah, have a teacher. Yeah, how did so, you came so I, to faith? I grew up in uh, in the Catholic Church, mm. so I've always uh, went there and went to Mass, you know, sometimes seven days a week, you know, during Lent. That's what they would go. Um, and uh, really come to come to Christ, actually, since coming here, I had a, one of the pastors, John Morrison, sat with me for hmm. over a year going through the Book of Romans. Hmm. And it was, he just showed me the way. I mean, hmm. he showed me exactly what Christ did for me, hmm. um, as well as he did for everyone in this room. And and that was pretty much my story. I mean, you knew Christ, but you didn't know what he did and how it was in relationship to yeah. me. And so, and then I've grew even deeper uh, through Bible study shelf, Bible study fellowship BSF, which Neat. actually meets at this church. Yeah, you know the church opens the doors up to many different programs, and one of them is BSF. It's on Monday nights. It's right? on Monday nights. Yeah, for yeah. men and women, or both meet at this church, and um, and it was really there that you. I mean, you go into all the scriptures, and uh, and it really go deep, really. Go, and she did it way before me, um, <laughs> so she introduced me to BSF. And so, yeah, so that's hmm. how it really grown in Christ, knowing Christ and then growing in Christ. But it's neat that you say that coming out of a Catholic background and a Catholic yeah. faith to then attending Fellowship Bible Church, that's a pretty stark contrast. It is. It what is. was the the big change in your minds that yeah. allowed you to click with, okay, that's, that's my moment of coming to faith and realizing yeah. that Christ died for me? Yeah. So I think crisis, you know, life. You know, moments of times that you really, or God brings you to your knees. And then you say, wait a second, this isn't all about Mark Lynch. Mm. So what is it about then? And that's when I think John Morrison came alongside. And I think that's important, this overflow yeah. type mm -hmm. theme that you've been yeah. doing over this last month. Is that John showed, you know, he brought, he took time every day. I mean, every week we mm. go to Panera Bread. And we'd open up our Bibles and we'd go ahead and, and read scripture. And he'd give me homework, hmm. you know, I'd have, that I'd have to do. But I think the moment of time that really happens is sometimes you hit rock bottom and you realize that you need something is there more than yourself. Hmm. To, John, I know that's a passion of yours, uh, of this discipleship yeah. idea. You shared on, on episodes in the past. But what is the, the value of one-on-one -on -one like that, of what John Morrison was able to do with Mark? Yeah. You know, I one of my... Um, favorite verses is First Thessalonians 2.8. And whenever I say that, I start and then I forget it. But also I'll paraphrase it. But he says, you know, we we not only imparted 
the gospel of God, but we imparted our very lives as well because you had become very dear to us. And, and that's, you know, it's life on life and it's sharing what God has done in your own life. And you're able to share the truth with others. It's just a wonderful mm-hmm. truth, truth yeah. and love, truth and love. If you look through the scriptures, it's just, they're coupled together. Hmm. You know, mm-hmm. That's yeah. A, yeah. And, and awesome. again, it's, it's a person, it's person on person, yeah, you know, have, I mean, God can reveal himself in many ways, but to have somebody help walk you through understanding right. <laughs> what the gospel is, I think can open up yeah, and lives. John, yeah. Morrison and I had so many similarities, him coming mm. out of the Catholic background too, and him mm. being from a large family, mm. you know, so it's very, very similar. I think, you know, was, uh, he could understand where I was coming sure. from, where yeah. a lot of other people yeah. maybe didn't understand. Yeah. So that was neat. neat right? Mm. Yeah, totally. I mean, John was great. Yeah. Leanne, <clears throat> how about you? Yeah, What's your you story? Know, um, similar in that I grew up in a, um, a home that was Protestant, went to church every Sunday. Um, but I don't know that we, I didn't have a Bible. And we certainly never opened it in church, which is ironic to say, <laughs> at least the <laughs> congregants didn't. And there was no car. I mean, you didn't even say Jesus's name. You just, it was, I have no memory of ever saying it. And so mm. I started uh, BSF in, uh, I think, 96. Mm. And um, I remember uh, Rosemary Spence was the leader, the group leader, or more than she was the leader, teaching leader. And so she came to interview me for leadership. I'm thinking... At first, I have no business in leadership, but she said to me, you know, do you have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ? And I can't even say the word. Mm. Of course, I have a personal relationship, not even knowing what a personal relationship is. With him, with him. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. And so, you know, a month or two into that study, and you can't not have a personal relationship Mm. with Jesus going through that study. And God just got hold of my heart. And um, I just said, you know, Lord. Show me that you are who you say you are and help me to believe. And hmm. it was amazing. And it is amazing because it's a life process. It's yeah. not that immediate thing. Although I do have stories of immediacy where he answered incredible prayers that are those major, like you build the stone altar for because hmm. of how he showed himself. Hmm. Um, so we, I mean, because we both grew up in a church, we got married and we went to church and we went to a Lutheran church for 10 years, blending our Protestant Catholic background, hmm. Anglican for a little bit, and then just like ended up uh, kind of in the spiritual hospital uh, <laughs> needing help yeah, yeah. and yeah. landed here and have been pieced back together and uh-huh. grateful. So would you say that those stories were s- similar time frames? Like where, where were your stories together when... Mark, you kind of had that John Morrison moment, and Leanne, you had a BSF moment. They were like ten years apart. Okay, because I, I was I was at, um, I was in leadership in BSF for, for at least eight years, I think, mm-hmm. and homeschooling, and we were you know just living the life of young children, homeschooling, working hard, and and you realize your lives are really going in not the right direction, not the direction that is God honoring the way you want them to go, and mm-hmm. had a little wake up, and more than a little wake up, I had a really big wake up, and uh-huh. realized uh, we need help. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm curious of like how you saw impacted, how you saw those changes impact your family and your family life and your children. Yeah. It's a really good question. Yeah. I think, um, you know, here a little, there a little, mm-hmm. you know, I think that's where, where it happens. It just, you just take one small step and trust God. Mm-hmm. And that's over and over and over again. And I mean, you know, going, instead of going the way of self, you go the way of what Jesus Christ is looking for you to do. I mean, one step at a time, right? Yeah. When we started coming, our oldest was 13. Hmm. And um, and our so our two oldest girls who are 18 months apart 
they just plugged right into the youth group, plugged into the trips, the uh, jam and semp and all those different things that were offered. And missionary trips went to China a couple of times, just had rich experiences. Hmm. And and the Bible was real to them and they, they, their prayers were real and their, their relationship was real. And our little ones just grew up in the church. Like yeah. they grew up here and Neat. talking about God all the time. But at the same time, they were there watching us kind of stumble and fall as we're piecing things and, and putting our lives and before the Lord, changing hmm. bad habits into good habits to um, honor God. So, you know, uh, Life's messy. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's the thing. And, and, and you have people stepping into it, like mm-hmm. Morrison or Rosemary yeah. Spence. You know, they step into your life. And, and, and nobody's perfect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you know, churches is filled with imperfect people who are right. putting their faith in the perfect person. <laughs> and yeah, so, absolutely. And so, yeah, we're not propping anybody up on a pedestal when you come and talk to us, but it's exciting to hear God work in your own personal lives mm-hmm. with your family through discipleship through the body of Christ mm-hmm. to bring it to a place now like so w- w- how how and how have you seen you know God work in your lives over these last 10 15 years to where you are starting to impart these ideas to other people can i insert something yeah. to that that i think is related we did adult baptism mm. so we were both baptized as infants yeah. Yeah. And uh, we wanted to join to the church. We wanted to join the church. Mm-hmm. So we found tremendous help here and we wanted to join. And we knew in order to join, we had to do an adult baptism. Hmm. I think that was a major hmm. turning point. Mm-hmm. It was um, it's like nothing I've ever experienced. Hmm. I mean, humbling doesn't even begin to touch it. Yeah. To stand there before and read your testimony to get wet. I mean, all of <laughs> yeah. that. Whether through sweat yeah, or yeah, emotion. Sure. But right, just, right. you know, to publicly, to yeah. before people you don't know. Mm-hmm. And yet, yeah. um, oh my gosh, I mean, this church has been so amazing because there have been times, you know, I remember there was one time I was just like sobbing in a pew and I yeah. have no idea who the sweet person was behind me. He was like patting me on the back uh, and I'm, oh, I'm probably like shaking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, but just, you yeah. know, the love yeah. that is here and, and there's no pretense. Yeah. And so that is yeah. really yeah. cool. That's Sorry, cool. I needed to add the no, baptism no, part. Great. You know, we just had baptism last night. <laughs> right. And uh, right. five adults do what you just talked yeah. about. And, and it's just it's such a meaningful time because it's an opportunity for for people to come and, and hear what God has done. Yeah. Responding to the, the story of Jesus. And um, it's and, meaningful. Yeah. And so yeah. hearing your story and, and John, you're sharing how baptism was you know, just this past Sunday night mm-hmm. and 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 having the sermon share how stories impact people's lives. So then you can share his story mm-hmm. to others. Absolutely. And and that I think that's ultimately the heart of God to, to say, don't just keep it to ourselves. Right. <laughs> He's given us this gift. Mm-hmm. OK, how are we then to impart that to other people? around us. And, and most of our children wanted to do their baptisms later, mm. which is just a fun aside mm. that I think is neat. Mm-hmm. Um, but sorry. I keep neat. No, no, no. <laughs> I love it because again, that's a public profession of faith. Mm. And yeah, you could have had a moment of faith years before that and that's mm. perfectly okay. But then it's showing that maturity of saying, okay, yeah, this is what God is calling me to do. Mm. And this is the right time to do it. Mm-hmm. And, and how that's meaningful to your life. Yeah. You know when that was and what that experience was like. Yeah. yeah. And th- and that's encouraging to people who heard your testimony sure. as well. 
So once that happens, I think the important thing is to, you know, grow in the grace and knowledge of Jesus Christ. And you don't know that until you just start opening up the Bible. And yeah. and with you, it's sort of like you stepped out. I, I remember hearing a story of one of those BSF stories. We were celebrating the retirement of Rosemary and, and um, um, the, the, I forget. Who else was, whatever it was, the retirement of them. And then someone stepped up and said, I wasn't even sure if I believed in Christ. And mm. she called me to, into leadership. Mm. And so she came to faith through because they called it in. And, and BSF was an interesting way to do it because I got involved in it. And I grew tremendous amounts because it's, so, it's just rich. It's mm. just rich. Mm. And so you just got to um, – and then they put you in leadership and you're like, I'm not – I'm very ill-equipped. Very ill-equipped. <laughs> this is no, it's not me. And yeah. then next thing you know, you're you're talking to other guys. Yeah. You're stepping into their lives that are messy. But that's what it's like, though. I mean, yeah. so that's the kind of the segue here is that we do feel ill-equipped, yeah. you know, but yet we're so called to step out and just get into the other people's messy lives, just like yeah. our lives are messy. Yeah. yeah. It's so, a feeling spirit. Yeah. I mean, are there any stories or any examples that come to mind of how you have engaged others in their messy lives? I mean, without revealing dirt and details, like how have you seen God work yeah. through you sharing um, Christ to, to others around you? Well, I mean, there's, I mean, everyone's life is messy. Even our life. I mean, people are still mentoring and, and working with us. Right. So, I, I, you know, I guess it's willing to be open. So if you walk mm. into a room full of guys, you know, either whether Sunday morning or or uh, or, or at, um, at BSF, you know, people are going to come up to you. And then even just a, a quick saying, tell me your story. I mean, how yeah. did you gonna, we were we were on a college tour now with our 17 year old and uh, and jokingly, the leader said to the, the tour guide toss, ask the tour guide really hard questions. You know, so I said, well, tell me about. You know how you came to Christ. And she like, you know, we were engaging it, but it was it was interesting. She's like, no one's ever asked that before. And this is a junior or senior in college. Yeah. Right. So and I was like, Oh, good. She's like, Thanks for asking that question. Cause it really it helps you know your you know, your two or three minutes, like Carrie mm -hmm. said this past weekend. I mean, you'll know right. your story, but really to listen to their story. Yeah. I mean, people yeah. don't really people want people. You know, people think you're a great conversation list when you're actually you don't say two words and they're doing all the talking. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, Mark Lynch, he was so great to talk to. And I'm like, I didn't say anything. <laughs> you did all the talking, right? Yeah. So listening. Yeah. yeah listening Being engaging really and yeah. hearing what their comments are and responding. Mm -hmm. is a little bit of a trained skill, but yeah. it takes a little bit of humility to not just blurt out the first <laughs> thing that comes into your mind at that time to engage somebody and then have the mindset of, a, a spiritual conversation, you know, mm -hmm. have the mindset and have those goggles on, as Mark Carey said, also to to see others yeah. the way God sees them of mm -hmm. where where is their need? Where is their whole and soul? Right. That's, mm -hmm. that's what Mark calls it. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I, I think when we struggle or stumble, that humility that comes from that removes judgment. Mm -hmm. And so when you talk with others who might be hurting Instead of maybe feeling judgment or scared, they sense a safety. Mm -hmm. So to answer that question, people just share. Yeah. yeah. Maybe because yeah. our, our listening ears are different than they might have been. Mm. We might have mm -hmm. had, yeah. maybe, I don't know if we did or didn't, but yeah. sure don't know. <laughs> yeah. So. Well, we, we know that you guys have a heart for God and your family has kind of been raised in the church. And here we are in this Christmas season of um, thinking about Follow the Star that's happening next week. 
it's a little different because of COVID, you know, so the last couple of years, the last year and this year is this driving tour. But go back to years past when you guys have participated in Follow the Star, one of the, you know, the biggest outreach event of Fellowship Bible Church in, in the year. What did you guys do to engage people around you to show them the gospel and have that heart? Like share a story or two of what you guys have done sure. to assist in that outreach process of Follow well, the Star. Let me, let's clarify you guys. Okay. Um, okay. She's got the gift of hospitality. Okay. So <laughs> it wouldn't have been my idea. So I'll let you, <laughs> I'll let you go. Ahead well, you were a supporter of, of it. Yeah, yeah, of course <laughs> I'm a supporter, yeah. but I guess, no. yeah, I'm mm -hmm. definitely not, you know, Although I'd love to see you guys over for dinner. You know, um, she's the one that would make it all happen. Mm -hmm. Well, as with most moms and women. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but um, yeah, I think the first Follow the Star, we went with a small group of friends and we're so in awe and amazed by the experience. It was one of those things you don't, can't keep quiet and you mm -hmm. want to make sure mm -hmm. others know about it. So in our homeschool co-op, I just sent out like a large email to maybe 20 families and advertised what Follow the Star was, said, we're going to invite everyone to come back to our house afterward, and we'll mm. just do like a potluck. Mm. You can drop off your items before, but we need to meet there an hour before because the line is long and you need to be right. early. <laughs> right. So like each year became a little tighter on our stipulations because that line would be forever. Yeah. <laughs> and we would get there at least by four, so we could all get in the first wagon, and then we'd have to be in the first two wagons. And that line would be all of our friends waving to one, and they'd be bringing friends. So cool. um, we'd go through and meet back at the house and whoever was there first turned the oven on. Like <laughs> everyone knew what their jobs were, if they had jobs. Um, and it was, it, we loved if we could have people who didn't go to church right. so that they could have exposure or their children could hear the story, but we didn't limit it to only mm. non-believers or unbelievers. Or we just invited all of our friends, which mm. was the whole group of right. all various degrees of churchgoers and non-churchgoers. Mm -hmm. And uh, it was a blast. And I, we did that for five or six years. Yeah, it's interesting to see, you know, because we the story is the story, right? So it's interesting yeah. to see people. Progression. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah no, no. That people <laughs> didn't, some people didn't know the story. Is that how yeah. Joseph hurt? Is uh, that how, I mean, yeah. they, were, they were like, yeah. they were like, oh, I thought it was a lightning strike. And I'm mm. thinking, I'm scratching my head. Well, where would you have heard <laughs> that there, yeah. something, someone yeah. got hit by lightning? You know, right. and so it's just interesting to hear how other people looked at the story and and maybe didn't know at all were there really cookies at the end <laughs> yeah 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 well we, yeah, we did, actually we did yeah a lot of cookies a lot of cookies yeah, yeah that was always uh, and we always baked for that too but you know it was neat i loved each year something new was added yeah so when i think it was the second or the third year the cross at the mm. end i feel mm -hmm. like was added mm. yeah. and the gospel message was shared yeah. now, you might have done that john mm. I, I loved it. And then the beginning, I don't remember when the, um, Adam and Eve or creation, Adding the part creation part was added, yeah. Yeah. but you're getting the whole picture of the mm -hmm. Bible. And yeah. that evening, it can be life changing yeah. for be, someone yeah. who doesn't yeah. know the whole story and is right, able to right. hear it. And then, then to come back to the house with friends and talk about it. Hmm. Like, what'd you think of that? Or the kids are all talking about it and we're all talking. Or as Mark said this past week, it could be an after life changing event. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, it it's could be some, yeah, right. somebody right. accepts yeah. Christ that yeah. night. Yeah. In so the moment. Where are you going to be? Have you yeah. ever thought of, that was your question this past yeah. sermon. Yeah. yeah. You know, have you ever thought about where are you going to be in the afterlife? I'm yeah. curious. I mean, I've heard Scott Santmeyer give us some questions that are modeling what we could ask people. What have, what did you guys ask people in the past when they came over to your house to kind of 
pry and stir on the spiritual conversation? I mean, you kind of already shared a couple of them, yeah. but what, what stands Sometimes out to you? Sometimes it'd be like, what was new? Like, what surprised mm. you about mm. that? Or what did you think of you know, when the, uh, yeah, yeah. the angels or any different part? I, I can't honestly think of an exact yeah. question, yeah. but just yeah. an open-ended question that invited conversation. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, or even conversation because it really felt like every year something was added. Yeah. yeah. So talking about, I loved how they added whatever mm -hmm. it was. Yeah. <laughs> and the live animals were so, I mean, the kids are just so enamored with the live animals. <laughs> of course. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. the effort too, I mean, as members, seeing the amount of uh, just devotion and work that goes into pulling off this event. I, I mean, you mm -hmm. want to help because you yeah. want to be yeah. part of that crowd. Yeah. yeah. Labor of love. Yeah. 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 So we so did. We acted for a couple of years. Yeah. Um, as, wow. Was it a couple or was it just, was one? just one? <laughs> I might have only yeah. been one. I do. I remember seeing <laughs> we, you dressed yeah, up, we're, Mark. Yeah. Do we yeah. remember who we were? Yes. Zach Zach Rise. Yeah, yeah, it was great. It was a great yeah. speaking part. Yeah. <laughs> it really well. Anyway, I, I wish we'd done it more because that was really fun. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it was cold. It's cold. Oh it's, yeah, it's yeah, cold. It's, it's cold, cold and it's cold it's yeah, yeah. It's fun. It's nice. <laughs> but uh, so we didn't have people over that week. That, that was tough because if you are acting mm -hmm. in it, you really can't. Sure. That probably is what the, maybe the last mm -hmm. time we had people. But it's a great way to engage your neighbors. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. like yeah. we always have something right at the church to engage your neighbors. So it's important to. To do one of those events. Yeah, and it's it nice would to do. become an event where friends of ours who would come with us would look forward to it the following year. Are you doing mm. fall and mm. Yeah, this some year? of them actually did the same thing. Some yes, of the, some started of the, branching off. Started, yeah, started saying the same thing. We're yep. going to oh. do it at their home. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. So now that's a little different. We're not walking around outside. We're staying in cars. Yeah. What could you anticipate? What ideas or suggestions? And I've asked this a couple people already on on the podcast here, but I'm curious to get your ideas. What would you do with our current season of Follow the Star, having people drive through mm -hmm. and then drive home? So I think the potluck dinner is still an option, but what other kind of ideas do you, would you suggest to engage these conversations after experiencing it? Yeah. What do you think, John? <laughs> I think, you know, you could probably do a progressive dinner. Uh, oh, in your car isn't that fun? Oh, yeah. Just yeah, keep yeah. driving. Oh, that's driving. good. Have a meeting spot afterwards. Leanne yeah. has yeah. an idea. You no, I just, oh. I was going to say, I think it's all the more important that you have mm. something mm. contact um, because mm. the car is so impersonal yeah. and mm. it's so isolating. Mm. So get out of the car. Yeah. So if it's yeah. after you've done the car, do go to someone's home. So that you can engage and have hot chocolate or, you yeah. know, and that's yeah. totally appropriate because yeah. it is cold or, yeah. or hot tea or whatever. Um, yeah. And your own cookies at home. Sure. Save some of the cookies there for some of people and go home for desserts. Right. Well, you're doing cookies this year, right? But just cookies this year. Cookies this year. Yeah. 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 And actually, we didn't do so. It's, it was hard for me to um, figure it out. I, we didn't do it. We didn't go through Fall Star last year, yeah. so I, it's I just didn't see it. So we'll, we'll definitely do it yeah. this year. We'll figure mm -hmm. something out. You know, I, I had an idea. Somebody mentioned just share. A, be in a van together you know we could have a bunch oh, of buses oh, and somebody with like a, a tour yeah. a, a limo that would be amazing yes <laughs> the lynches are fronting that for the whole church yeah. Yeah. limos for everyone sure. that you can right. fit 25 people in yeah, yeah right. <laughs> with the narrator going along as you go yeah so we see all right follow the star leadership people we are now Adding potential things for even next year. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah it's more right. ideas. Well, maybe next yeah. year you'll be we'll be back, yeah, the, back uh, at the back at the battlefield. Yeah. We shall see. Yeah. yeah, no telling. Well, just to wrap this up and summarize it, um, you know, give us one other kind of big takeaway of just why is it important to you? Why is it important to share Christ to others? Well, I mean, I think Mark said it. Where are you going to be in your afterlife? 
you know, where are you going to be? I mean, you're doing great in this life, but where's, what does it look like for eternity? I think eternity is a pretty big deal. You're here for, I mean, literally this amount of time. Yeah. Yeah. You're infinity yeah. forever. So where are you going to be? Where are you going to spend your time? And how can you not? Yeah. Right. I mean, just the overflow of Christ in our hearts yeah. compels us to share. Yeah. And it's hard. It's mm. hard to share, particularly hard with those closest to you, right? Mm. So it's a little easier to invite friends and talk about it, or if, yeah, it's just easier to share, I find that. Mm. Um, at a church event. Yeah, at a yeah. church event and let yeah. that be the, mm. um, the mm. conduit mm -hmm. yeah. to just talk about the gospel and what does it mean? Yeah. You just, I mean, you just mentioned a passage that I uh, just look up second Corinthians five fourteen for the love of Christ controls us. Mm -hmm. Other words, compels us, you know, and, and there's that, that idea. And it says that one died for all, therefore all died. Yeah. And he died for all so that they who live might no longer live for themselves, but for him who died and rose again on their behalf. So mm -hmm. there's that yeah. love of God compelling us to do that. Mm -hmm. John, I'll ask you the same question. Yeah. Why? <laughs> Why is it important? Well, <clears throat> I think about, you know, this is uh, it's what we're created for. Mm. You know, what, what we're designed to know him. And what a privilege to be able to tell someone else um, what, they're, what they're designed for. You know, mm. and I know that there could be resistance from that. But, but again, the love of Christ, being able to see people the way Jesus sees people, um, I, I think is, is great. And it's an opportunity to... God has done absolutely everything necessary for a person um, so that they can, they, their greatest need can be taken care of. And that is forgiveness. Mm -hmm. uh, that can be then a relationship with Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. And, and we're called to do it. So not out of obligation, yeah. but yeah. out of obedience, but out of the motivation to, yes, I want my yeah. the others around me to yeah. enjoy that same grace. Yeah. And, you know, one of the things you'd mentioned some earlier, and I was just thinking about, you know, the, the, when we would go and um, some of the, they would, they would have the people there uh, write letters to friends back home. And it was either a, you, you could write a cultivating letter, a planting letter, mm -hmm. or a reaping letter. And that, you know. And these were students, yeah, right? These students, students, yeah. Yes, yeah. yeah. And so you, the same kind of thing, you know, maybe, maybe you're at a point uh, in a relationship with somebody that you don't feel like you're at that point where you can share the gospel, but you can do things to cultivate that relationship to, in a sense, prepare the heart um, for planting of the seed mm. of, of sharing your testimony and then mm. eventually sharing the gospel. So, you know, for example, with our neighbors, we have five neighbors, um, just this past week, Susan baked banana bread and, and attached the follow the star, uh, mm. invitation to him. And, and, um, you know, some of them have gates and some of them have dogs. And so we put them in their mailbox and then she texted him and said, Hey, the banana bread's in your mailbox. Dog's coming and eat it yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah. My finger. <laughs> and so, you know, it, it, it's, so it's just that that's cultivating. Sure. Um, and uh, hopefully get to a place where we can plant and actually share truth. And then maybe even then reaping, calling them to, to, to respond to what Jesus mm -hmm. has done. Mm -hmm. So there's different stages, I guess, or levels that, so people might be intimidated by saying, you're telling me to share the gospel right away. No, maybe no. not. Maybe it's just right. an invite mm -hmm. and, and they come over for dinner and you just say, how was it? And that's all you say Yeah. this time. Yeah. But then you're just building mm -hmm. a relationship. Building a relationship. It, yeah. And the pressure is not on us that they right. believe because right. the Lord takes care of all of that. Amen. Ours is just to be invitational. Yeah. 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 Yep. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's good. Yeah. Well, guys, thank you so much for being here, sharing Thanks a little bit of us. your stories <laughs> and your heart of what's going on behind the scenes in the Lynch family. <laughs> um, John, I'll turn to you because again, this is the last episode for Overflow. It's yeah. wrapping up here this coming weekend um, in our corporate gatherings. But what have you seen God do yeah. in, the, in the life of our church because of this series, because of this focus for the last three months? 
Yeah, you know the heart when we when we were talking about this a year and a half ago mm. and COVID, you know, we just kind of see how things were going and could we do a focus now or maybe not wait, whatever. But we were just thinking how nice it would be after so much isolation um, is just raise the value and point people to the reality of our need for one another. Mm. Obviously, we need the Lord, um, but he has made it. We, again, he's designed us that we need each other. And, and he tells us that by all of the many, many, many one another commands, mm. you know, um, but realizing that um, it's God who gives us the strength to live out these commands. He never gives us a command that he does not give us the grace to be able to live out. And so it's an overflow. Mm. He, as you mentioned, Romans 5, 5, he has poured yep. his love into our hearts through the Holy Spirit. And, uh, and as we get to know him, uh, we, we overflow with his love to, to others. We can serve them through different ways. We can and build them up and look for opportunities to mm -hmm. encourage them. So that's where the heart of it came. Mm. Um, and, uh, kind of, you know, you, you developed a team and, and then the creative juices started to flow yeah. and, and came up with different ideas of how this could yeah. work itself out. And so we, we started the whole overflow with an event, um, the water day. Mm. And oh, uh, that does seem so long ago. It does yes. seem so long ago. It was warm. <laughs> and so, um, and that was just a great day. You know, it was, I just, I was there, <clears throat> manning one of the um, inflatables. Thank you, by the way. Yeah, sure. yes. making sure people wouldn't die. Being the bouncer. The kids. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it was just neat to see parents. I don't know, maybe we had 175 people there. But, right. you know, it's just people interacting, encouraging each other. People were serving one another there. Mm -hmm. And that was just a neat mm -hmm. time to, to start it up. To yep. start it up. Yep. And uh, then we followed that with um, a sermon series. And uh, uh, four weeks of, of sermons. And, and I've, I've heard just really encouraging things. Um, hmm. from the sermon series of just talking with people, you know, kind of anecdotal things of, of how people were blessed. Um, I know that uh, John's Morris, John Morrison did a, a two-part message on living at peace with one another. Hmm. And I just heard some really neat things about people. Um, I heard about a, a family that doesn't go to our church, but they listen to the hmm. sermons and that helped them uh, relate to one another yeah. and with having peace with one another. Neat. Which those are still online. So yeah. if you missed those, yeah. you can check those out. It's good stuff. Um, Marcy shared uh, an email with me that she got. Um, it said, um, I just need to say how much I've appreciated the overflow idea cards hmm. fan deck. Um, I don't know who put it together, but it has motivated me to think of others in a much more graceful and humble way. Hmm. I pray people are taking and taking them and reading them. What a blessing our church is. And that's hmm. just a, and and hmm. um, these are these um, twenty different one yeah. another's of how you can live them out in your family, community group, whatever. We're going to keep them in the home center for a couple more weeks. Yep. Uh, there's still some available. Um, I do want to say that you know all the all the uh, different focuses that we've done, uh, we've done a number of them. Um, I don't know five or six, seven uh, over at least three or four years now. Yeah. So and definitely, um, Marcy told me that this is um, the most the resource that has been taken the most out of all of our. Um, so it's hmm. just really encouraging. So, and Marcy works with you. Yes, she's my uh, ad yes, administrative yes. assistant. And so she has great behind the scenes the person. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and she refills everything in the home center yeah. when, when things are missing. Great. And uh, yeah, so it's just been uh, encouraging that that people are taking taking those. You know, I, um, some people signed up for um, what was it called dinner or guess who's coming to dinner? Guess yeah. Who's yeah. To dinner. yeah. And um, one of the guys told me uh, actually, John Simmons said we we just love that. We had a great time. Uh, they they took someone out and then someone took them out. Right. Um, hmm. And uh, they just really, he just really enjoyed that. Get to know somebody new yep. at church. Yep. yep. And Susan and I are going out to dinner with somebody uh, next week. Cool. See, it still, still continues. Yeah. yeah it's yep. great. Uh, also had a story um, 
of uh, somebody's daughter, a young little girl, so much uh, enjoyed the theme song that you guys wrote. Hmm. Oh, um, that they were, she was humming it um, throughout the day. Yeah. That, that that first time it was sung, and so they. That's, that's impressive. Kind of neat. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's cool. Can you sing a few bars? It's <laughs> a great song. I don't <laughs> sing in public. <laughs> yeah. Are you kidding? Yeah. 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 Overflowing. Yeah. There you go. And and just two other thoughts. Um, I mean, there's a lot of, I'm sure, things um, that, uh, again, just people, what people have shared with me, and, and I know that there are other people talking about it, but um, one of the discipleship group members that in one of our discipleship groups said, I, I appreciated the reminder of loving one another, really not out of obligation, but because of the love we've received mm. from the Lord. Mm. Um, we've received forgiveness, kindness, blessings flowing, overflowing in us uh, through Christ. And, and just it's motivated me to want to share with hmm. others and hmm. connect that. That's neat yeah. to see, again, just stories, hearing right. feedback to know that, okay, what has been going on behind the scenes and in front of the scenes here at church is making an impact. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and that just goes straight to the heart of the mission statement of our church, right. you know, preparing, deploying dependent disciples mm-hmm. who are changing yeah. their world as they're being changed by him. Right. And, and, you know, the idea of the focuses that we've, we've had, it's just a lot of it is a reminder. Hmm. We all need reminder. People, sure. people know that we need to love one another. There's nothing new there. Right. Um, but it's, it's just kind of like just taking that moment and say, hey, let, let's just look over here for a mm. We look to Christ, mm-hmm. and then what is, he, what is he calling us to do? And, and this is just another way of, um, of just living, uh, having him live his life through us to others mm. um, and, and just living out the one another's. Yep. I, I'm glad you used that reference. You might be hanging out with Mike Lukens, our pastor of worship, because he'll say the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, every weekend is meant to be a reminder yeah. where we just take our heads and take them off of ourselves yeah. and just look up Gaze and Jesus. point to Christ. Amen. Yeah. yeah. Well, thank you for you and your team. Yeah, Again, yeah. praying through this a year and a half ago yeah. to bring us to this point to where it has been impactful. And then going back, and if you haven't listened to the different episodes here on this podcast, go back. They're, they're labeled, they're titled. You can see how there's different themes that are going through each story. Getting a chance to hear others and hear their stories and hear testimonies, I think, is encouraging to, mm-hmm. to know what God is doing in the lives of people here at our church. Well, Lynch is once again, thank you for being here having us listen to your story and guys go to follow the star, invite somebody, um, point them to the website, fbcva.org slash follow the star. Um, or if you just go to our dot life site, it's right there in the front homepage and click on that. And that'll take you to information about follow the star. You can see it on Facebook, all kinds of things, but that's coming up December 4th and 5th. Get your cars, get your caravans, get your buses, get get in there to see those animals and show people the gospel through what is being presented in the parking lot of Fellowship Bible Church. John, thanks again Thank you. for you being here. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, keep thanks. watching and listening. There'll be more um, episodes to come. I think we'll be taking a break on this podcast for the next couple of weeks. So if you don't hear from us soon, have a great Christmas season as well. And we'll be kicking off with more testimonies from people here at Fellowship Bible Church next year. So until we chat again, let's let Christ be the focus of our life each and every day.